0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Amazon is showing off some new products and devices. We talked about a couple of them with Stephen Scott last Thursday. Well, there's more to unpack. So let's bring in Mark Aflalo, one of the hosts of Double Tap TV, which you can find on AMI TV Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm well. So there's all kinds of neat stuff that Amazon's yeah. dropped here. So let's start with the Amazon Halo Rise. Those are just words, Mark. Unpack the <laughs> word salad for me. What is the Amazon Halo Rise?
1: Let's let's describe the physicality of this first. The way this looks is it looks like a puck, like a hockey puck, about half the thickness on its sides. So you're looking at a circle with a nice metallic, you know, shiny metallic base. And on the front of this puck, if you're looking at it straight on, you got a little digital clock on the bottom, and you've got a ring of LED around it. Now, okay, okay. important to know here, there's no microphone. There's no camera. This is not like your traditional Echo device that people worry about keeping in their bedroom because this one is supposed to be in your bedroom, Dave. So I know the obvious question. Okay, right?
0: well, it's supposed to be in my bedroom. <laughs> so why my bedroom? Why is
1: it specifically designed for my bedroom? This is the first sleep tracking device that is designed to be non-invasive. So it's not something you wear in your wrist. It's not something you strap underneath the pillow. It's not stuff you strap to your chest. Literally using sensors that are built in, temperature sensors, ambient sensors, um, et cetera, et cetera. It is able to analyze your sleep pattern. The goal, of course, to help you sleep better, to get better insights into your sleep, to better optimize your sleep. And of course, to understand your respiration and everything that goes around around with it. They they call it the first contactless sleep tracker. tracker. English mark. English.
0: So so if it doesn't have a microphone and it mm-hmm. doesn't have a camera, how's it doing that?
1: That's a very good question. It's magic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeff Jeff Bezos magic.
1: Jeff Bezos exactly. magic. It's, no, there, it's, there lis- a-
0: it's listening to my snoring. And my night terrors and being like, well, wow, there I is a microphone, but not nights.
1: microphone in the sense that you would normally um, normally associate with an echo device. You know, normally you'd associate one that you can give it a commands and do things with. This microphone is designed specifically to listen for things like snoring, breathing patterns. Not only that, but the ambient sensors can can check, you know, temperature rise where you are in the room, et cetera, et cetera, and how that affects your sleep overall. And of course, you can control the whole thing with the uh, AELXA app. Mm. Which, yeah, you like that, don't you? Well done. Um, I appreciate it. Well, well, then, no
0: problem. Then, then why the LED lights? Is that because is this part of their alarm clock feature?
1: Exactly. It allows you to slowly uh, fall asleep and also rise very naturally. So it's one of those things that, you know, ambient and light helps you fall asleep better sometimes. It also helps you wake very, very slowly. So it, it's one of these little features out of there. I think it's also that because this is an alarm clock at the end of the day, um, it, it does allow you to kind of combine those features.
0: So it's a very fancy alarm clock. How much is this fancy alarm clock going to cost to me?
1: No Canadian pricing yet because they haven't announced availability in Canada yet. But 149 US, so I'm going to go with like 210 Canadian.
0: Okay, that's pretty pricey for an alarm clock, especially yeah. my phone serves as my alarm clock
1: now. It's you know that's a pretty pricey alarm clock too. Well, that that's true, but th- it does other <laughs> things. It does other things
0: as well. Uh, so okay, let's move on from this fancy alarm clock to yeah. their third generation Amazon's third generation of the Fire TV cube. So I think people would understand what Fire TV is in the sense that typically it was a stick you would plug into your television. Yeah. What's the Fire TV
1: cube? So the Fire TV Cube is a media player like all the other Fire TV media players like the Apple TV, et cetera, et cetera. So when plugged in to a television, you can access obviously the Amazon ecosystem of apps and, of course, movies and all that fun stuff you might want to download. The difference with this cube other than the fact that it you know, does those things, uh, it's got a material design. It still looks like a nice cube. It's got a blue ring on the top. You can control it with your voice, but it has a new feature, and that is an HDMI input Why an HDMI input? Because they designed this to be a layer in front of everything you might plug into it. So if you've got a cable box, for example, you plug your cable box into the Fire TV Cube and then plug the cube into your television so that it can actually control your cable box. This way, you're always using the Amazon Cube or the Fire TV Cube to control everything in your living room. It becomes the hub to everything. It can control your cable box. It can initiate recordings. It can play back recordings. It can search for TV programs when you set up your TV provider. It can change the channel all with your voice. Plus, it has great features like new Wi-Fi 6SE, which is a super fast Wi-Fi protocol. Um, it's got support for 4K Ultra HD, HDR, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Uh, And all that fun stuff that goes along with it. Plus, of course, your favorite assistant that we mentioned earlier.
0: So I can see where that is something that could actually be quite appealing to a TV viewer or a media user who is from the blind or low vision community that now you've built in voice control to all your stuff through this cube.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it gives you it really becomes a front end to anything that you might have in your living room. Ideally, I would have seen this come with a couple HDMI inputs so you can right. switch to your gaming Multiples, console, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, you can get away with that. There are ways to do that with you know HDMI splitters and stuff like that. But it really is a way to get people into that Amazon ecosystem on your television and really kind of unify everything around your home because they know people have multiple devices. You could potentially plug an Apple TV directly into it and control that as well. So there are other uses for it more than just your cable box. But the example they give is obviously giving you that voice control over something that traditionally doesn't have it.
0: Mark, I know you mentioned uh, price tag is something that uh, we don't necessarily have in Canadian dollars. Oh, but, but I
1: do for this one? You do for this one. So what are we looking at <laughs>
0: price tag-wise for the third-generation Cube TV?
1: 189 99
0: Okay. Again, like these are these these number these numbers are high, but I can see how if maybe you were going to be buying an Echo anyway,
1: that maybe exactly there's, maybe like there's... if you want to put something. In, plus, it's a speaker. Don't forget, it's a good high yeah. quality speaker. So you have the Dolby Atmos and all that control do it. So it's a pretty. You know what? I'm, I think under two hundred dollars, that's a good threshold for someone you might like in a gift buying. You know. Mm -hmm. Scenario, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of like you, like Dave, like you and I, I might buy this for you because I kind of like you. I'm not 100 percent like I haven't committed over the $200 range and I don't hate you. So I'm not going to buy you a sock. It's that kind of uh, that kind of scenario.
0: I I am grateful for all (laughs) gifts, whether they're a sock or a fire or a fire cube TV. I'm I'm just I'm just someone like that who's (laughs) willing to include myself across across the uh, the whole spectrum there. Mark, one last question before we split. We've been talking a lot about reveals, right? We did the big Apple event a couple of yeah. weeks ago and talked about some of their new tech. Does Amazon come with the same buzz when Amazon's announcing something? Does it get the same brambles as, say, Samsung it,
1: or Apple? Not not really, because they don't do the whole public thing. They don't put on this show and, and tell people three weeks ahead of time. It's an invite only event and a live stream that we had to kind of pry our way into. We knew it was coming, but they don't really have a big media buzz around it. Afterwards, as they release the products, they tend to get a little bit more PR friendly about it, but not as crazy. Not like, you know, Google, who has an event in, in, in 10 days from now and, and other companies that are, you know, still have some stuff to announce. They they intentionally create this mm. false sense of excitement around stuff. Amazon doesn't really care about that because I think the caliber and the, and the array of the products that they come out are really just kind of every day. It's not like this once a year, you know, reveal of this $2,000 product. It's really just oh, it's a new Echo, it's a new you know new product, and they also I think with the lack of fanfare, it gives them a little bit less pressure to a get it to market, and also you know things that they don't necessarily succeed, they can kind of just brush off and say yeah we forgot about
0: that (laughs) yeah we're Amazon we uh, we we have hits and misses but uh, just log on to Amazon.ca and find all our good stuff exactly offer you deals (laughs) hey you're here for toilet paper we sold you a tablet that's how we roll here at Amazon listen
1: at the end of the day Dave it's all a portal to make you to make you buy stuff on amazon really at the end of the day and
0: it works and it works oh yeah Yeah, i I bought a bunch of toothbrushes on the weekend because i didn't feel like walking to the shoppers uh mark that is lazy man you have no idea uh mark (laughs) i'm i am i may be lazy but i'm always excited for a new episode of double tap tv so what's coming
1: up this week we're going to be talking all about apps to help you read on your computer.
0: Oh, I love it. That's going to be a super informative episode. That's coming your way Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Mark, have a great day. Thanks, Dave. That's Mark Aflalo. He's one of the co-hosts of Double Tap TV. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv.